Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Shania Clark, who's a marketing strategist with Avenue HQ, an online marketing team for estate agents. Now, we're talking about how agents can effectively use social media. Thanks for downloading. Now, an estate agent or a real estate agent, depending on where you are, is kind of the type of service you only need a few times in your life. You're not going to be sort of like nipping down to the estate agent every week for a new house or something, are you? Um, And you're not going to be following a bunch of them on social media just for the fun of it. You need a slightly different social media strategy if you're an estate agent than for other products and service sectors. So in this episode, I'm talking to uh, Shania Clark. She's a marketing strategist with Avenue HQ, who offer marketing services to estate agents, real estate agents. Uh, We're going to be talking the types of content you need, which platforms uh, you need to be seen on, and an awful lot more. Now, you can find Shania on the Avenue HQ website, which is avenuehq.com, avenuehq.com. They're also on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. I've put all the links in the show notes. Now, can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is totally ad-free. I'd love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media. Subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can check out more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Shania was if estate agents can use social media effectively. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's not so much about creating a raving audience and and having that fan style of followers, Mm. but it's more so of staying top of mind. So the way that I like to explain it is that, you know, when you're, you're going out for dinner and you're trying to think of where to go, you almost immediately forget about what new restaurants have opened, you know, you don't really know where you want to eat and you're just kind of stuck in this phase of like indecisiveness. And so you tend to just default to the restaurant that you know. And so the same kind of goes for real estate, you know, when, when you're buying a house, um, especially if you're in a big city, there are so many agents that you don't know who to work with. And so again, you're in that indecisive phase where you're you're not sure who to go with because you're a little bit overwhelmed with all of the choices. Yeah. And so you tend to go with the agent whose ads you see the most or whose name you recognize from social media. And in real estate, they've traditionally been an industry that uses like old school marketing methods. So they're really into using billboards, bus benches and print ads. But with the pandemic transitioning the industry online and the younger demographic entering the real estate market, I think it's really important for agents to be exactly where their clients are searching. Um, nowadays, 95% of home buyers actually start their search online. And so yeah. that's a lot of people who are who are searching for you online. And you want to make sure that you're not missing out on connecting with those people when they're looking for your services. And at Avenue, at the company that I work with, we talk to agents every day who say that their business comes from repeat and referral customers. And so they don't really see a huge need to be building that online presence. Um, And your online presence is just kind of all of your assets, interactions, and content that you have on the internet. And so this includes your social media accounts, um, your blog posts, testimonials, reviews, and website. 
Yeah, I, I don't follow my. I'm gonna I'm gonna call them estate agents, and you're gonna call mm. them real estate agents. <laughs> so so we we know what we're talking about. But I don't follow mine. I, I I know where it is, but I don't follow it because I I'm not because you know you buy a house, you're not gonna buy another one three weeks later, are you? Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's not you're not gonna be following them because you're really excited about their products. You, you, would you follow them? I mean, do do these sorts of industries have? followers or do we just sort of like dip in when we want to buy a house and then dip back out when we bought it yeah i think it's a bit of both i think that you know you have those people who have worked with these agents before and who you know built a really great working relationship um and so they probably are more likely to follow that agent rather than you know a random joe on the street um and i think it's it's really about building that brand presence online because you know, now when we get past somebody's name, the first thing that we do is we look them up online. And so with buyers or sellers who are who are trying to enter the, the real estate industry, they really want to know like why this agent is the person that they want to work with. They want to see what their marketing is like. They want to see how they're going to advertise their home. And really, when they're looking you up online, they're asking themselves why they should work with you. And so these touch points and these tools, like you have a lot of control over them, you know, when you're posting on your website or you're posting on your social media. And so it's always really about making that that best impression on new customers because you only get a, a one chance to make a strong first impression. And nowadays that impression is really formed by your website and online presence. Yeah, you think a lot of people are doing research on or, or using social media as a part of the, the research tool, do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, people are, are nosy neighbors. They want to see yeah. what houses are out there. Um, they want to get an idea of the style of house or, you know, the size of house that they can afford. And so I think a lot of people kind of do like a preliminary search where they're they're looking for houses in their area or in neighborhoods that they want to live in. And when they see those houses, there's a real estate agent's name attached to it. And so I think that's kind of how they get down that rabbit hole of figuring out which agent to work with. Yeah, I suppose there's also the common side of it, isn't there, where we're looking to see what other people are saying about that particular agent. Yeah, exactly. I think that, I think especially in real estate, reviews are, are crucial. They can either, you know, make or break your business. Yeah. And I think that, you know, sometimes when you see people who don't have reviews, it's a little bit, I'm always a little bit hesitant to to kind of go with that brand or that company because I'm not really sure what the experience is going to be like. And I think that um, consumer decision is really, really based off of what other people are are saying about it these days. So when we look at the different platforms that we might use, which might, might be different depending on what you're doing, I mean, it's presumably if you're doing commercial um real estate estate agents then you might be picking more of a linkedin type thing whereas if it's you know mm-hmm. residential property it's it's i would imagine instagram twitter facebook and all of that but um should we kind of be using be trying to use these these social platforms to help build that trust and authority on the brand or should we just be kind of like just posting houses for sale I think that it's really helpful having all of that social media in your in your toolkit to help build your authority and your trust and, you know, your online presence. Yeah. Um, a common misconception is that you just need a website and some ads to help grow your business. But, you know, now, as you were saying, there are so many other platforms out there that can really help increase your visibility and build your authority. 
Um, and I think people who hear about your real estate business for the first time, you know, they're, they aren't necessarily going to be ready to work with you. Maybe, maybe they're not ready to buy or sell a home, or maybe they're not sure you're the right agent for them to work with yet. And so the content that you post on your social media helps to warm them up and nurture them so that when they are ready, you're the first person they think of. Yeah, because it's not the best industry for trust, is it, historically? Yeah, definitely. And I think that there's so many ways you can use social media to your advantage, whatever platform you decide to to go with. I think it's really great to, you know, share those testimonials to strengthen your credibility yeah. um, or to to talk about the, the community or the city that you live in to position yourself as a community leader. And, you know, also just sharing the resources that you have to, to show off your expertise and show people that you know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I think I think sort of like estate agents, real estate agents, they're kind of like up there with politicians and um, mm-hmm. and lawyers and that on the trust scale, aren't they? So the, there's a lot of this. This needs to be done on 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 social and that. And um, so, should we use social media for kind of like displaying our case studies and showing off our successes quite a bit? Yeah, absolutely. As I was kind of saying before, I think that social proof is becoming more and more crucial to growing a successful real estate business. And, you know, buyers and sellers, they check out potential agents every day. And social proof from past clients can be very influential again. Um, I think that you know, real estate is such a dynamic industry, especially in in hot markets or big cities. So it's the perfect opportunity to really show off your success on social media. Yeah. Do you think user generated content plays a part as well? I'm thinking obviously of things like testimonials and reviews and things like that, but also uh, also video testimonials and that. Yeah, definitely. I think I think video is such a powerful um like marketing tool or like content tool to use because I think people really gravitate more towards seeing a person and hearing about their own experience like from them rather than just reading it on like Google reviews or something. Yeah. Do you find it easy to be able to get these reviews of people, especially video stuff? Is it easy? Is it hard? How do you go about persuading folk? With the real estate agents that we work with at Avenue, I think most of them generally kind of default to the like the text reviews. Um, And I think it's it's just a little bit easier to get people to talk about their experience, you know, when you can kind of ask them questions that get them to reflect on what their experience working with you has been like. Um, And so we see a lot of people like leaving reviews and having an easy time working with them. When we talk about the actual content that we're creating, particularly when we're trying to sell houses and things like that, uh, have you seen the the type of post, the type of, of maybe video that we're creating? Has that changed a lot over the last few years, do you think? I think so. I think that a couple of years ago, there was a lot of those... Um, you know, kind of just like quick pictures that people yeah. are posting about like the, the different rooms. So you can have a pretty good idea of like what the interior of the house looks like. And I think maybe even a little bit before the pandemic hit, I think people were really starting to to make more produced um, video content that really, you know, kind of shows you talking about the house, talking about its features and walking through the home, almost as if the the viewer is there in the house with you. And I think that this shift in the industry has really helped people get a better idea of, you know, what it's like working with you before they even get a chance to work with you. Yeah. What sort of innovations do you see? Do you see drone technology working in this? Because I've seen one or two, usually for the high high priced items and that yeah. where there's, there's drones flying around the whole place videoing it. Have you, have you worked with that at all? Done, 
Yeah, I see that a lot in like luxury real estate as well. Um, I haven't seen it too much, but I'm a big fan of drone footage. I think yeah, it looks yeah. so cool and it makes it, it really just elevates your video content. Um, I think even for like regular, you know, the average house, I think that there's definitely a place for it to be. Um, I find that real estate agents who who are kind of using that that elevated style of content, they've outsourced it to a professional videographer or someone like that who has like the tools and kind of the knowledge on how to frame that house and get the perfect angles for it. Yeah. Do you see that kind of technology maybe coming down a level into marketing agencies uh, like yourselves and also into the actual estate agents themselves at some point? I hope so. I mean, I think it's a really innovative way to to capture um, to capture the houses that you're selling and to really help your sellers, uh, you know, help their house stand out. Um, I, I do think that it is a little bit more complex, perhaps, for mm-hmm. for individual real estate agents to be using on their own. Um, I think that I think that there's there's a huge benefit to outsourcing areas yeah. that aren't necessarily your expertise so that you can stay in your zone of genius and really focus on what you do best rather, you know, than getting bogged down by by all of these details that maybe you don't know as well. Yeah, I can imagine myself flying a drone around a house. It yeah. <laughs> to the best China would have to be packed away, I can tell you, definitely. Um, do, do you think YouTube plays a part as well in all of this? Is it, I mean, YouTube is, is a social platform at the end of the day. Do you see agents using using the tube? I think it kind of goes hand in hand with other platforms that they're using. I think that YouTube is an incredibly great platform for sharing video content and, you know, getting that search engine optimization working in your favor. Um, Kind of the downsides that I see to YouTube is that YouTube content is, is, uh, it has a longer shelf life. So, you know, five years from, from now, I could be watching a video that was popular today. Yeah. Um, I think we see this all the time with like popular YouTube videos. They kind of go through these cycles where they're really popular a couple of years ago and then they kind of die down and then they resurface. Um, and for real estate, you know, maybe that's not quite the the avenue you want to go down because with houses, you know, they're, they're typically not on the market for no. five years, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, another downside that I see with YouTube is that it's a very... Uh, kind of like one way form of communication. It's a little bit harder to engage with your audience and um, get them to engage with you and to, to start that that conversation or that communication channel with them. So I think that combining, you know, Facebook or Instagram along with YouTube really just kind of helps round out your marketing strategy because now you have a really great platform to showcase these videos and to make them easy to be found. Um, but you also are using Instagram or Facebook to connect with your audience, to engage with them, to really listen to what they're they're saying with you or seeing how they're reacting to your brand. Uh, so if you had to pick a platform, the one that kind of you think works the best, the, the one that you've got to be on and got to do really, really well, which one would you say it is? Oh, that's a hard, hard question. Mm. Um, I would say... Probably Instagram. I think that it's a highly visual platform that really complements the real estate industry. Um, and I think it's it's such a great platform to engage with your audience in real time, whether that's, you know, in the, the messages or with your Instagram story polls. And I think that's a really great way to help build your trust and build your authority with your audience. Um, I also really like that you can see exactly who likes your posts and who's watching your stories so that you can reach out directly to those potential leads and your existing customer 
customer base to maybe move them through your marketing funnel and and get them as another client again. Yeah, well, I think we forget sometimes about how big Instagram actually is, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the the last figures I saw, which were probably about a year or so ago, were about were just over eight hundred million unique users. Oh wow! Um, and and I would reckon it's probably over a billion. Instagram mm-hmm. is actually really big, isn't it? It's it's bigger than we think. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the the pros of Instagram is that it's it's very multifaceted. Like there's so many different types of content that you can be posting. You know, you can be posting video, you can be posting live video, you can be posting like pictures, and it really just encaptures like every type of medium that people gravitate towards. So I suppose the one thing about social social media in, in a state is, is ads. This is the one thing, presumably, that's that's really going to drive sales at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, definitely. And, and discovery of property that's available now. We, we forget about all the sort of like the trust and authority and the brand building and that sort of thing. Um, which sort of platforms do you think we ought to be creating ads for? I think there's two that are are really strong contenders in the advertising platforms. I think Facebook definitely, as well as Google ads. Um, Facebook is a really cost effective advertising platform because Mm -hmm. you have complete control over how much you want to spend and who's going to see your ads. So you can target people based on their location as well as their interests. So you're always making sure that you're running those targeted ads um, that's going to drive qualified traffic to those listings. And, you know, for ads that are performing well, it's easy to invest more in it with just um, with just a click. But for an ad that's not delivering as expected, maybe it's not being seen by the right people, it can be adjusted accordingly or or just stopped altogether. Whereas in traditional marketing, it's harder to make these ad adjustments because, you know, agreements are in place and there's kind of a bigger picture in play there. So, for example, billboards and bus benches are a popular advertising form in real estate. But if an agent hasn't been getting a lot of calls from their bus bench, they can't just take it down, right? They'll have to wait for the agreed period to end. So that's why I really like digital advertising because it's so agile in how it performs and um, in the in the efforts that you can do to optimize it and get those results and see that return on investment that you want to see. How do we get um, around? And then, no, so I was going to say, how do we get around the audience location side of of this targeting? Because if you're selling a house in town X, there's a really good chance you could be living in town or city Y or Z and want the the house in town X, but you might not see it because you're not in that location. So how do you tend to work the location targeting? Yeah. So with, with all platforms, you can either decide if you want to target people who are, um, you know, in that specific town and who live there or people who have shown an interest in, in being there. So for example, you know, say you're deciding to move across the country, you're probably looking up, um, you know, jobs in that city. Maybe you're looking up um, like popular things to do and see in there, or and you're probably also getting ahead of the curve and and trying to find houses that you can move into and kind of make that um, transition smoother for you. So because you are searching for things in that location, um, Facebook and Google are going to recognize that you're interested in that area and are going to start showing you targeted ads that are are more relevant to that city. They know everything, don't they? They know. They know. They really absolutely. do. <laughs> uh, would you be running multiple ads as well? Maybe doing some. A-B testing or running multiple different types of, of ads for a property? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, at Avenue, so the the company that I work with, we work with real estate agents uh, to really round out their their online marketing and build beautiful lead generating websites. And so we do a ton of A/B testing and optimizations to see what's working for our clients. Um, and one of the things that has been really successful for us is experimenting with the ways that we we show people ads because nowadays you know we're so used to seeing ads all of the time that our brain is able to kind of filter them out so we don't even see them when we're scrolling through so it's super important to be able to stop people in that scroll and to really capture their attention um and and you know in an industry that's also as dynamic as marketing you really have to kind of be on top of the trends and figuring out what exactly is going to catch people's eyes so at avenue we do a ton of experimenting with how ads are laid out um, the graphics that we use kind of the the headlines that we use to capture people's attention as well as using really strong call to actions that are going to get people to to even want to click on the ad essentially yeah images are kind of everything aren't they what what types of images work best is it are we talking exterior interior are we talking the kitchen I think it really depends on the the area that you're targeting as well as like your overall brand. Um, for for people who are in maybe smaller towns, exterior houses work really well. Not too sure the reasoning behind that, but I guess people are just, um, you know, they kind of recognize the area or maybe they like the style of, of house. Maybe they're looking for a bungalow. Maybe they're looking for a two-story um, house or whatever. Uh, whereas in bigger cities, it kind of depends on the demographic as well. Interior shots work really well for apartments and condos, um, but sometimes people People really want to see the the whole exterior of a house to get an idea of I don't know the the exterior of what it looks like I guess yeah 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 they want to have a look at the garden or something maybe if there's yeah a, yeah, yeah that curb appeal is really important to them and you test multiple ads multiple images all the time and see which works best yeah yeah we also run uh, different types of ads so for listing ads we'll always be promoting that specific house um, that is being listed with all of the information about it um, but for some agents you know maybe they're they're not as busy or they live in markets that real estate is a little bit slower. So we tend to drive brand awareness ads or lead generating ads that are just kind of getting their name out there and telling people that like, hey, I'm an agent. If you're looking to sell your house, like, let me help you. Um, Let me give you a quote, see how much your house is worth. And then I'll try to get you this price um, for when it's sold. Yeah, brilliant. It's fascinating. I could chat for ages on this because it's a whole different yeah. <laughs> world from normal marketing. Because in normal marketing, you're trying to you're trying to sell things to people at the end of the day, which is what you're trying to do. But it, it's a it's a strange market, isn't it? Because we don't use these services very often at all, so we may not know who they are. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the maybe almost challenges of being a real estate agent is mm-hmm. that you have to break through that noise and get your name out there in order to to really build your customer base. Um, and I think that, you know, these last, what, two years or something with their industry being transitioned online has been really eye-opening for a lot of them, yeah. um, for them to see how important it is to get their name out there online because a lot of them have seen um, an influx or an increase in in leads and customers that they've been able to work with who have been outside of their their network, but who have just seen their name on a Facebook ad or in a Google search and have decided to work with them. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so where can we find you? Where's your website and all your social media bits and pieces? Where, we can, where can we see nice houses that we can't afford? 
<laughs> yeah, so you can check us out at avenuehq.com. You can see all of the beautiful websites that we have created for our audiences, and you can get an idea of the types of online advertising that we do to help real estate agents um, grow their real estate business without having to lift a finger. And then you can also check us out at Meet Avenue on Instagram. Fantastic, Shania. Thanks ever so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Shania for her time. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. It's absolutely everywhere. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.